Now, you may be asking yourself, why in the world am I getting a notification that the Competing for Christ podcast is uploaded on a Friday? Well, this is going to be a nice change of pace uh, for some of you. Others, you'll hate it, but I'm okay with that. Fabish Mark is someone that I had on very early on in the podcast. I have been on his podcast a couple of times. He has been on mine. And I felt like we could talk about sports and life for hours and hours and hours. I wanted to start this segment on this podcast because we're going to talk about everything in sports that we're seeing currently or just general topics. And it's coming to you from a Christian perspective. Need I add two different culture perspectives, uh, as he's from Kenya and I'm from America. But I felt like this was such a fun and unique thing to do with Fabish. And I really hope to keep doing it because it was such enjo- so enjoyable for me as I hope it is for you listening. Um, this is unscripted, but it's fun. And I really, really hope you enjoy. Fabish, how's it going? Welcome back to the show. It's going great, man. It's going great. It's always awesome to talk to you. And this is exciting. I cannot believe um, I'm sitting here at 2 a.m. holding a microphone in my arm and talking about something. You know, I really love football and sports. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited, man. Yeah, me too. Me too. I like, I know I brought this topic up to you. And I think without hesitation, you were like, yep, we're doing it. I, we're doing it. I don't care. <laughs> and that's why, that's why I wanted to, it to be with you because I feel like, we can literally talk about anything, and especially in the sports world, and we'll have a lot of content to talk about. But first off, I want to start off with a question that um, is probably one of the most uh, dividing questions in sports ever. What is the hardest sport? Ooh, what is the hardest sport? Oh my goodness, let me think. What is the hardest sport? Um, Man. Okay, <laughs> let me think. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> If you think about it, right, um, I, I think it has to be either an individual sport, like a one-person sport. Um, like, I will say, uh, man, you, you caught me there. <laughs> definitely <laughs> um, Shoot. Okay. What is the hardest sport? Okay. I think it's boxing. Boxing. Oh. Boxing or MMA, like UFC. Because, okay, the, the easy answer would be, um, like, football, right? Because like, those, those guys get hit. But if you think about it, not everyone in the team really gets hit. Like, um, the kicker maybe doesn't really always get hit. Um, like, like I, I, mean, I mean, even the quarterback gets hit, but they're so protected. But if you think about boxing, like, it, it's so hard because you go through, like, this grueling camp training and on all these things for a fight and then if you get like an opponent like mike tyson who can pretty much like put you out you know i just think like i I think i think it's hard not physically really but like mentally because you know um especially like if you're losing and and, like there's like it's like round one and you 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 get knocked (laughs) the wind gets knocked out of you you know (laughs) like to come back and and like you know like like, like, like to come back and try to regain control. I was actually watching Terence Crawford by versus Errol Spence. I don't know if you know who those are. Um, and Crawford just kept going, you know, like 
Spence, and, and like it reached a point you could tell, like Spence. The thing with Spence is like he is so like he's just good at like you know uh, maintaining his composure, but even him, like he could not withstand this guy. This guy was like bringing it, and so I don't know. I just feel like mentally, like you know, there's like sixty thousand people watching you. And, and you're getting hit and your family's there and there's booing and like, I don't know, like it's just, for me, I'm like, I think I would be so mentally exhausted, especially if you come from around where like your face is bleeding and your coach is trying to tell you something, you know, and like, like the cameras are in your face and you're thinking about like, if I lose the championship, yeah, I just think like the whole deal is just like, it's so hard. So I, I would go for, I would go for like a fighting sport, like MMA, like UFC, some of those guys, like, I, I don't know, like, some of those guys, I've, I've seen people get choked or like, or, like, put in, like, you know, situations where you're like, I just don't think I would ever want to do that, you know? Uh, there's a guy I really like called Adesanya, um, and, I mean, he's so good, but this one time, I could tell the guy was, like, going down, like, 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 I, I think he, who, I don't know, Alex Pereira, he was fighting, he... Like, even he could not withstand the punches. They were just coming in, you know. Um, and, and especially, like, if... Uh, uh, okay, physically, I would say something like football, right? Um, but, like, mentally, I think fighting, just because there's always a storyline, and you have to follow that storyline, and there's, the stakes are so high, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, would say, I would say either boxing or MMA. What do you think? That's a tough question. That's so tough. I mean, I MMA and boxing is up there. I mean, I I I don't know if I should share this story, but I wrestled in junior high. I wrestled one. I wrestled one year, and I went. I went one and nine. I had one win. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason, no, no, no. Listen, it gets better. It gets better. The reason that I won is because the opponent that I was going to face got choked out in the the match before so he had to forfeit <laughs> so i got the win technically i don't have a win a real win in my wrestling career but anyways i can't imagine doing i mean mma you have wrestling and it's boxing like it's all all into one so you're getting wrapped up while this guy's trying to punch you in the mouth like are you kidding like it's it's, it's wild but i don't know i I I feel like golf is up there. Like I know golf is, you know, it seemed it seems like a easy like retirement old person sport. But when you get out there, it's tough to hit the ball. And I can't. I mean, Tiger Woods, he's one of the best athletes ever. And he, I mean, the amount of mental training that he has and physical training that he that just took on his body, I can't. I, I can't imagine. But. That's a tough question. That is a tough question because there's so many, so many different sports and so many different um, difficulties in sports. I can't. It's just hard to explain. It's hard to explain. I, I think. I think anything. Okay. I think anything that is is um the, the way I think of something being hard is how much breaks do people take? You know, um, and, and you think about like MMA or boxing or or you know something like that. They can only go so hard for like 
two minutes, which in your mind you're like, it's just two minutes, but the amount of energy they're expelling and the amount of like, the amount of, because you see a punch coming, right? And you have to duck. You have to, you have to prepare your defense while also doing your offense. You know, it's just like, there's just so much going on and you have to constantly be thinking. Um, and, and, and I played field hockey, right? And, and uh, we, we could... So the way it happens is you can substitute, but you can also go back in. So like it's not like once you substitute, you can go back in. Um, and I tried ice hockey. Well, no, <laughs> I tried ice skating. And I, I, I remember thinking field hockey is easy. No, it's already, sorry, field hockey is already hard. Imagine having to add skating on top of that, you know? And I was like, that is going to wear you out. And then <laughs> you have people who, they're, made, like, they're just people who, I think I would be this person if I was good. I'm going to slam you to the wall. <laughs> like, I think, I don't know, you know, so then like, I don't know, it's just, it's, when you think about it, because I don't think anybody has ever gone an entire hockey match without being subbed. Because like, I don't think it's even, it's just like, you know, it's really, it's really hard. So yeah, but oh man, I I need to go and sit down and think about that question more. Like, what's the hardest <laughs> part? Oh man. No hockey. I mean, I didn't even think about hockey. Hockey, you are skating on ice with knives on your feet mm. while another person is trying to slam you in the wall and maybe <laughs> even try to punch you. Yeah. All while trying to get this tiny little puck into a, a little goal like how, i can't yeah that's, I, think, I, think, I i've tried skating like twice in my life and i bust my butt every time so one the the, the one time i tried i was like nah this is not for me <laughs> so i was like i'm just gonna do field hockey just ice hockey is just not for me but it's oh, no man. no it's not but yeah i mean it's when you think about different sports like i mean you think of soccer or football i should say uh like I don't know. It's it's so weird to think about playing different sports because you never like you won't you won't know because you don't play those sports. You don't know how hard they are. But um, you know, it's I when you think about guys like Messi or Ronaldo, like how did they, how are they so good? How did they get to this point mentally and physically? It's like it's like they are just not human at points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I was actually thinking about that today because the Premier League just started, yeah. and um, Holland. Okay, this is what's crazy. I've read about at least any every football player I can think of. Like if you tell me if you show me a picture, I'm probably gonna know who that is, right? And I always go to their Wikipedia and I check how many clubs they've played for. And um, I check the history and their biggest signing and what that looked like and their biggest move and how many goals they scored. Mm. And for most players, they're always very average. They're very similar. Like they played for 10 clubs, scored maybe nine goals in each. And then towards the end of their career, they play for like one year, one year, one year. Then their contracts are terminated and they agree to like leave. And it's just like sad, Mm. you know. But then... There's then the, the Haaland's of the world, or the Messi's of the world, or the Ronaldo's of the world, where you think, how does this guy just do this, you know? Okay, the Premier League started today, today, Man City played today, like a few hours ago, mm-hmm. and like, I think it was like 10 minutes in, Haaland scores, <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, I was, I was, I was having a, a discussion with a, <clears throat> one of my co-workers, and he goes, I... I 
so we, we were just like, what do you think is going to happen this season? Who's going to win? And all these things. Then he goes, Haaland is not, not going to score more than 10 goals. Oh, jeez. And I was like, what? And, and he goes, well, last season, nobody knew about him. He was new to the league, right? But this season, he is... Uh, like, the, the, the defenders have figured him out. Yeah. So they're going to make... They're, they're, they're going to figure him out. And, and they're going to, you know, like... like um, stick to him and make sure he doesn't score. <laughs> Ten minutes in, boom. <laughs> it's a goal. And, and then I, I text him and I'm like, what did you just say? <laughs> and he goes, oh no, that was luck. And then ten minutes later, another one. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you still think it's luck? And, and, and then I ask myself, right? You're like, okay, think about it. Like, for Haaland to score those two goals, he had to be in that position at that time and the ball had to come to him. Mm. Why didn't it go to anyone else? You know, like, 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 what is it about such players? Like, they just know where the ball is going to be. And, and yes, they will do something about it. But, like, like Ronaldo, right? Like, he, he'll score these, like, last-minute goals. Or Messi, like, like they'll score these last-minute goals. And it's almost as if everything just builds itself in that moment. Yeah. Messi is now in the MLS. And, like... You watch how he plays, and then and then somehow, just somehow, fate has it that a free kick is gonna be given yeah. in the ninety fourth minute. I'm like, how does that even happen all the time? Like he scored like two free kicks, and I'm like, they were in the last minutes, and I'm like, okay, I know he's messy, right? I know, I know, like he's the greatest of all time. I know, like he he's done all these great things, but there's just something extra about how they contribute to the final product that makes him great like you know he's given a freaky is he gonna miss it of course not yeah. you know it's the last one and so all the newspapers are gonna be talking about how Messi's got a last minute winner and then you start thinking any other player could have missed that yeah Messi did not you know um Haaland he 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 just like he almost like makes people look like kids yeah Ronaldo like you're almost like why why can't other players also be like them you know, and then, and then you start looking at like the minute stuff, like all the way they run, all the way they move, all the way they kick the ball, all the way they, and you're like, everybody kind of does the same thing, but also not, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that's what fascinates me about like good, good, um, good players and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think? Obviously, I keep up with the Premier League and international soccer, but I don't, you know, I don't watch every single match or anything like that. Do you, is the Premier League different now that Messi and Ronaldo aren't in it? Okay, so uh, Ronaldo played in the Premier League. Messi never did. Messi just played. Oh, that's right. Messi just played in. Um, he played in La Liga and then he went to the French league. Ronaldo did play, but Europe in general, like I mean, they played in the Champions League a lot. Um, mm. And so, I will say yes and no. It feels different because... So, okay, for the Premier League, the last time Ronaldo played, before he recently played, was in 2009. So, so the, yeah. the golden era of the Premier League was like early 2000s to like late 2015-ish. And half of that, Ronaldo wasn't there anyway. Um, yeah. So, so him and Messi were dominating La Liga, which is the Spanish league. Um, but even after they left, like, I just don't think. Okay, okay. Let let me rephrase. That. I was thinking about this today. There is many Ronaldos. There's still no Messi, if that makes sense. Mm. Okay, so um, 
think about Mbappe, right? Who yeah. does who does Mbappe remind you more of? Messi or Ronaldo? I think of him as like a Ronaldo because his biggest assets are his physical above everything, his physicality, like he's fast, he's strong, he has short power. Who has those? Ronaldo, you know? Uh Haaland, mm. Haaland is perfect de- definition of Ronaldo at a young age. He has like this the flair, the skill, the power, the strength. He has all these things. Now what they don't have is a close control that Messi has. Like like mm-hmm. I think I think Messi could play football till he's 90 and still be playing at a high level because he never depended on his physical strength. Ronaldo at some point his his body starts giving in and so that's when he can't make that one step extra step that's when he can make mm. that you know one run that's when he can't the things he used to do that would propel his game forward are not like he can't do it anymore the only thing that he still has is his heading ability and so most of the time now he's going to be in the box and he's not going to run a lot because his body can't messi though he has a very low center of gravity He was never like fast. I mean, he is fast, but he was never like a sprinter. Cuz why? Yeah. Cuz when he's running the ball is at his feet. And so he never needed to be like fast. He never needed to be strong. He never needed to jump cuz he had the ball. And so he could even walk and still dribble and still like pass people cuz he's <laughs> Messi, you know. And so right now, I think when people compare like who's the next Ronaldo Messi they think of Haaland Mbappe but i think that's just like Ronaldo Ronaldo we don't really have a Messi mm. and and um the modern day football kind of is moving away from the Messi type of players because of Guardiola the Manchester City uh coach he has built because everyone is kind of building their teams off of what he's done and his style yeah. of football is possession so you don't you don't make more than 10 touches you know you get a t- you, you get the ball you pass you pass you move which kind of kills the flair that is like messi because messi will get the ball one man dribble from one goal to one goal and score so um yeah i think i think like i kind of don't like the football right now because the f- <laughs> in some ways the football right now is more of a team sport and so when there's so much of a team sport everyone kind of contributes a little and so the mm-hmm. overall it becomes good the football of before was an individual sport in some way like there was one star and that star would like create these moments that were incredible like ronaldinho you know or maradona or pele yeah. they would get the ball and they would do all these things and then go and score now that's kind of discouraged they'll be like oh pass it or do this you know so yeah to, long story short i do think the departure has been felt in so many ways like you can tell mm. there's there's really not like you can feel some emptiness you know and, and it's just it's not even just them it just happened that and i think we talked about this with you it happened that in this time was a, i will say that this is one of the greatest like um eras of soccer because one there was enough media to cover everything right um yeah. there was um there was all these people that now are kind of retiring and you you start realizing like oh my gosh we will never have a messi we will never have a ronaldo oh man we're not never going to have a neymar oh we're not not, not going to have a benzema you know and so you you start looking at the list and you see all of them kind of falling off and you don't really see like the next level of stars that will fill up those spaces there's very few you know um 
Enzo. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of sad. I mean, like, I feel like so many... It, I mean, we talked about it before. It's like kind of the golden era of sports is kind of dying. Like, you have all these players retiring. And what's up with old football players, soccer players going to the MLS? Like, David Beckham... Zlatan, you now you have Messi in Miami. How, what is? Why do they do that? I don't understand. Because okay, it's kind of it's kind of a funny thing, but there is something to do with um, the purity of sport and the entertainment part of it, right? Think mm-hmm. about think about. Okay, let me give you an example: boxing. There's the purists, the boxing purists, right? Yeah. Who who like if you throw a punch wrong, they'll be like, oh, he didn't do that right, right? Yeah. They want to see just pure boxing. And then there's the entertainment, which who embodies that? You know who Jake Paul is? Oh, oh, I know who Jake Paul is. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake Paul is the is the is the is the version of like entertainment, right? Of yeah. boxing. And then and then like there's the there's the Mike Tyson type who's like pure boxing. So. Europe, in in terms of soccer, Europe for many many years has always been the the soccer purists. Right, like they love, they just love the football. They, they will watch it, whether it's it's ten thousand people watching or one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they just enjoy the sport. Now America, and 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 um, the Western America, and now the Middle East, they are more the entertainment. They want to make money. And so they know that if these stars make their name in Europe, where it's more pure, now now everyone knows Ronaldo from Europe, right? Now, if mm-hmm. Ronaldo comes to the U.S., that means more money, more T-shirts sold, more entertainment. And so and so I, th- I think most MLS teams are more of like, they, they, they want to put people in seats. And then um, maybe in the future, they can look for purists, but... To build that system too is like it's gonna take a long time. It's like I, I can't even imagine like America starting to build something like Europe. Same way with football, you will have purists in the U.S. who love football for what football is, mm-hmm. and then every once in a while, there's going to be one game hosted in the U.K. or Germany. Why? Because those people just want to watch it for entertainment. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, I, th- I think that's kind of what's been happening for a long time. Like all these older stars, once they're done in Europe, then they come to America, and like these teams sell T-shirts, they sell tickets, they kind of like the, the brand. It's like lifting the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of. I, I feel like there's 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 both sides, and that's what's happening in, in Saudi Arabia right now. I don't think they really care about the sport itself. <laughs> they care about the they care about the image. They're trying to clean the image, you know. And so mm. by bringing these people and being associated with these people, the entertainment they bring, the fans they bring. Think about Ronaldo. He joined Al Nasir and there were like 5,000 followers. Now like 15 million. That's what they want. They don't care about Ronaldo kicking a ball. No, they care about him bringing them that value. Same to Messi. Inter Miami had 1 million. Now they're like at 7, you know. And yeah. the entire the day he was announced, the tickets for Inter Miami against oh. every other team just skyrocketed, you know. Um, and so yeah, the, uh, and and okay, his first match. Did you see that 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 picture of like LeBron, um, Serena Williams? Yeah. It was like all these celebrities with their phones out. 
Yeah. Because they knew by being there and being with Messi, it also elevates who they are. So that's kind of how that's that's kind of how it works, I guess. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like you have you had all of these <clears throat> insane athletes and insane celebrities, but they were acting like fans when it came to Messi. And they would do the same thing if it was Ronaldo, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. Like that's that's insane when you think about that. And I it's a weird it's a weird thing with Saudi Arabia because I like they they have the golf now, they have soccer that they're signing players over and over again. And you know, LeBron James said even if like if they offered him a billion dollars, he would go over there. Like what? Like that it's just so weird how much money is getting poured into these sports and I don't know when it's going to stop. I don't know if it's going to stop, you know. Uh, <laughs> I really don't think it, uh, okay, the sad part is it starts with one, right? It starts with mm-hmm. one. Like it's almost like if you ever want to do something and you know it's going to take a lot of willpower to convince people, think about it. There's this there's this region of the world that is synonymous with a lot of like human like um rights violations and all these things right and they sit down and they think how are we going to convince the world to start coming to us and they go mm. well glamour glamour is the way like if you if you if if you take a rock and you paint it gold probably it's going to be shiny <laughs> no matter yeah. what and mm. so and so these guys they were like okay we have the money um and and i think it's two factors one they wanted to rebrand their image and um they also wanted to like attract people for tourism and i think their end goal is to make their economy at the end um not dependent on oil and so they Mm. have all this money and so they're trying to diversify that money into into places where they're they're investing that money while they still have it so that when when the oil runs out and now there's pressure on like um global warming and all that stuff like like climate change or whatever they know they know they're running on like steam at this point. Like yeah. um, they're running on fumes. That oil <laughs> is not gonna be there forever. So what they what they're trying to do is they're like, okay, how do we make sure that we build a legitimate brand and a legitimate country where people can come from all over the world and feel safe and invest in? They're like, okay, well, <laughs> let's just go to the, the the places where there's most eyeballs, spots. Mm. You know, they're like, okay, yeah. if, if we start bringing football stars here, then the fans are going to come here, people are going to come here, and it just takes one, one, one event for people to start trusting us. They're like, well, we'll go for the World Cup. So then they were like, okay, well, they brought the World Cup. People actually went there, mm-hmm. enjoyed it, and some people are even saying it was one of the best World Cup experiences. So then that, that already puts them on, on, you know, they already have one point. Then they're like, okay. We're not stopping right now. We're gonna go and buy all these franchises, and then put our names on the lo- on the our t-shirts on the you know the names on the t-shirts, and then make sure like everywhere, every like people are constantly talking about us, not in a bad way, in a good way, you know. Mm. And so <laughs> now, like ten years ago, if you told somebody, hey, would you ever invest your money in Saudi Arabia? They'll be like, no way. Now, if you do, if you tell them, they'll be like, you know what? Yeah, Dubai doesn't seem like a bad idea. And, and so they, they've, you know, they've done that. They're like, I do think like, they're not going to stop. 
and I think it's going to get worse because it, it will just take them getting one NFL team, just one, and then everyone else would want the money. Because mm-hmm. this players, the players talk, you know. The moment Ronaldo went, every other player was like, if Ronaldo, the greatest player in the world, can go there, then why am I not going to go, you know? He's not stupid. He knows it's safe. I'm going to try. I'm going to get paid. And then they got somebody else. And then they got somebody else. And then, So then it's kind of like a, a domino effect. And so now <laughs> they were like, okay, do you want to make it even more crazier? Let's go for Mbappe. Let's give him a billion dollars. The world is not going to stop talking about it, you know? And, and I, I almost feel like they knew Mbappe would say no. Because then it gets LeBron talking. It gets mm. Yanis talking. It gets um, all these basketball players talking. I bet you the next thing they're going to go for is going to be basketball. I promise you. You're just going to hear like they've bought like a team or, or they're sponsoring something. Like these guys are not stupid. They bought, um, they have UFC, um, yeah. UFC fights in Saudi Arabia. They have boxing fights in Saudi Arabia. Like they've got everything. The only thing that they've not gotten yet and they actually shoot is a podcast. Because that's how people listen. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we're just waiting. But yeah, I that don't is, think they're going to stop any, anytime soon. That is so wild. That's such an interesting theory. Like they're painting a rock with gold. That's, <laughs> that is such a funny thing. And yeah, like when you're talking about the, when you're talking about the World Cup, like, I mean, like how, they said over like 6,000 people died were making that. And it, yeah, it's just like they're kind of painting over it. Like, you didn't really get talked a lot about during like the whole tournament, and now it's just kind of you know past news, which is like which is terrible because it's like six thousand people, six thousand migrants lost their lives trying to build this, trying to build sports, and like where's the line in 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 the sports? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what's funny? I, 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 I it's a painful thing, but I came to realize it. Morals go out of the window when a lot of money comes into play. Mm-hmm. Like. There's a player from the Premier League who used to be the advocate for LGBTQ rights. And um, he was the captain for Liverpool. His name was Jordan Henderson. And he would like go to his social media and like blast these people and be like, this is wrong. I would never do this. I would never do that. I would never, you know, and he would just keep talking. Now, guess where he's playing? Saudi Arabia. Arabia. <laughs> and, so, and, so, and so people are like, is he gonna wear that thing there too? <laughs> you know. Wow. And, and so and so and so now all of a sudden his Instagram has gone quiet. You know. <laughs> so, and you're like, what? You know. And so I came to realize, like, no matter how much people talk, you will only know somebody's true character when money is presented. And mm. and it's very sad, but like, I, I I realize that a lot of these causes and these um like movements and stuff are only done for publicity. You know, yeah. th- that's all. If, even, listen, the reporter on NBC who's talking about how bad Saudi Arabia is, if Saudi Arabia comes to him or her today and says, hey, we have a $100 million, do you want to present for us? They'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it tells you a lot about where people are. You you don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's pretty much it. Mm. You go with the flow. If if one side is winning and, and they want you to say this, you're going to say it. You're going to sing for your supper. That's pretty much what's happening. And yeah. so I, I've kind of lost trust in the media when, when they talk about things like that. Because before the World Cup began, 
they were they were even like going to the extent of like finding staff in in Saudi Arabia that were not good and like portraying them and then the moment the world cup began and these people were being invited to be pundits and, and like sports you know people in Saudi Arabia the narrative changed and all of a sudden it was like it's a beautiful country great <laughs> i'm like what is happening so yeah i think i think it's just like people wanting money pretty much at the yeah. end of the day yeah and like you know we're both Christians that's such a interesting topic when you think about morality and you know what would Jesus do if he was in this situation because I remember taking a class in college and I actually had the professor on the podcast like we wear Nike and we wear Adidas and stuff like this but they could be and they probably are exploiting people in third world third world countries where do we draw the line as Christians? And that's that's something really interesting to talk about when you're thinking about, you know, if somebody came up to you and asked if you wanted to do something for $100 million, what would you say, even if you knew the morality is completely out the window, what would you do? Yeah. Uh, I think, I think, I think my dad used to say, it's always easy to say what you're going to do until it's time to do it, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, 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 like, sometimes, like, you'll think to yourself, I'm a Christian, I'm definitely going to say no. And then it, and then they present it, and you're like, hmm, you mm. know? Like, like it's, it's almost crazy. As human beings, I think that's our biggest um, shortcoming, is, like, we, we cannot, like, we will, we will, okay, a good example is, <laughs> as a kid, I loved fighting. Right. I love fighting. fighting. Um, yeah, and it's, it's from it's from uh, watching WWE. I think. Yeah. I just love fighting. <laughs> anyway, um, one time I was beaten by a girl. Let me tell you how this happened. So, <laughs> the, I was talking to her brother, right? And um, we were talking like we were just going back and forth, like saying stuff to each other, and like, we, we were surrounded by a crowd. I was like in second grade, right? <laughs> And we were trying to out-mean the other. So I would say something so mean. And then he would say something so mean. And, and we, we were responding to the crowd. We, whoever the crowd, like, shared for most. Like, he, I was like, he's not going to out-mean me. So then he started going to family issues. He was, he was saying so, so many mean stuff about my family. And I remember, like, getting so angry. And I was just about to say something mean about his family. And I didn't realize that his older sister was in the crowd. And then she goes, she goes, do not say anything mean about my family. And I'm like, that is so unfair. You <laughs> tell me your bro- I was like, your brother just said something mean about my family. What do you want yeah. me to do? And, and she goes, I don't care what you guys got going on. Just don't say anything mean about my family. And so I, I did not have the right to say anything about her, their family. Now, the brother was like, it was a field day for him. He just kept going on and on and on. And I, I remember thinking to myself, I think I'm going to break this rule and see what she can do. Because oh. <laughs> you know? he, he just kept going on and on. And like it was getting so bad because I didn't have anything to say. I was like recycling my jokes. Because <laughs> he, <was, laughs> he was so bad. <laughs> I was even That's saying when you know. That's the, when you know it's getting pretty bad. And the crowd is like, you've already said that. I'm like, shoot. Anyway, but but I could see I could see this new like um like I could see this fresh layer of jokes, but it was just it just had to do with his family, you know. Um. Anyway, so I was I was like, all right, whatever. Let me just say. And so 
I just went to open my mouth and I, I was going to talk about his dad. I was like, your dad. And all I saw was the sister's hands. They were big. And she just slapped me. <laughs> I, I, I almost passed out. All I, saw, all I saw was the hands. And she hit my face so hard. And I remember like, I remember like, like you know hearing like like uh, some noise in my ear like zzz, you know for, for a second <laughs> and, and like i got up and of course i'd lost the crowd had gone and, and i get up and she's standing right there oh. and she's like what did i tell you i'm like i did not and then she gave me another one. <laughs> oh my gosh i was like i was like oh no anyway i got up and that is the first time i ever ran away <laughs> And the funny thing is, okay, so later, I was thinking to myself, now, 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 like, you know, after everything was done. Now, the thing is, I'm never embarrassed about, I was never embarrassed about such situations because everyone knew I always had jokes. And so if you try to laugh, I'm going to find something on you. (laughs) So people are like, you know, (laughs) but I remember thinking to myself, like running the whole scenario in my head and thinking, oh, I should have done this. I should have done this. I should have done this. And then I realized, I realized like, you can never actually predict what you're going to do. You know? I was yeah. like, I should have said this. When she said it, I should have said that, you know? And so you can either plan for it or talk about what you should have done. But when when is the time when you're actually getting beat in the face, you're not going to think about that. All of that goes out the window. And I yeah. think that's kind of like morality. Like, you know, we think about like all these things. Um... And you know we think as human beings like oh we can we can oh it's easy we're gonna make sure this this happens and this happens, but you know I th- I think that's where we need Jesus that's because co- he's when we are falling he's the one that's gonna hold us you know but other than that like if we just think oh yeah I'm just going to I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say this and do this then when you're presented with a problem probably half of that is gonna go away so yeah yeah I yeah, think that's, that's what's so... happening right now. It's it's so weird because in the U.S., like U.S. football is so big that it's kind of, you know, it's embedded into our culture and Mm. Christianity in some ways is embedded into our culture. And I feel like those two get really mixed up, like faith, family, Mm. football. That's a saying here in the U.S. Mm. (laughs) And it's so weird because like we put these three things on the same pedestal, but football is like nowhere near your family or your faith and your faith is so much Mm -hmm. bigger than anything else. And mm-hmm. I think is it is it the same in Kenya or any other any other culture you that you know of? Like their their sports is so like such a part of their culture. Um, I think I mean the equator like line is so unique. Yeah, because um, we have like Africa, some parts of Africa. We have South America. I know South America is like huge. Whatever they do, they always do with passion, music, oh, yeah. sports. You know. Um, and they're also very family oriented and very religious. Uh, I think I think the Catholic Church is like covers a huge section of that. I'm not I'm not sure. Africa though is very different, especially Kenya, because like America, what makes America very unique is at least anyone everyone can speak English. Mm. So everyone has a common language, and when you have a common language, it's very unified. Now. Kenya, Kenya alone has like 50 different languages that people speak. 
and 50 different cultures and and you know everyone is like so different in their own ways and so yes we have unifying factors like we have one language that everyone speaks which is swahili you know we have um yeah. we, we speak we all speak kenya is an english-speaking country we have the same currency we have the same leaders we have all these things but then when you subdivide it there's like all these small cultural groups and um not all of them might be christian not all of them mm-hmm. might be huge in the with the family and so like things like sports like like okay i know for a fact that the premier league is one of the sh- biggest unifying and also divisive things in africa cuz cuz yeah. okay there's there's like a fan of um Arsenal, there's a fan of Manchester United, there's a fan of this and that and that, you know. And so there's so much. I think with diversity like that, like that much diversity, you can never have anything specific that unites you. That um, you can say, um, oh, we all look up to this one thing. Even religion, there is <clears throat> communities that have their own traditional religions, and so they're not even Christian. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, for so many. Like regions, America is very unique because, I mean, yes, you have it's like a boiling pot. I don't know. Is, is that, is that the, the a melting, melting pot? pot? Melting yeah. pot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But 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 in many ways, when you go there, you you're going there with the idea that I'm abandoning what I am. I'm only taking the good parts and I'm adapting the the lifestyle that is American. That is the 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 um. Mm. The idea of being American, whereas when I go to Kenya, I'm a Luo. My my mom was a Luo. My dad was a Luo. Yeah. So it's just it's two different things. So I have to co- like constantly like switch, you know. Um, and and, and hmm. those two cultures are so different. They 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 hold very different like things highly. Um, but yes, sports really unify. Like like the, I think I think the there's sports music. Um, and funny enough, suffering, suffering really hmm. brings people together. Um, and so, yeah, like, like, like anyone, <laughs> no matter where you come from, when, when, when kids are sick, everyone, everyone's going to make sure like they do their best. When there's an accident, no matter where people are from, they're going to, they're going to help, you know, um, when there's like a, a COVID outbreak, no matter where you are, the pain and suffering really brings i almost feel like nothing brings people together more than pain and suffering because then uh, mm. that that reminds you that you're all human um and so yeah i think i think it's love the suffering um sports music like like things like that religion now like um i, I would say in kenya it's islam and christianity are like the biggest i think christianity is bigger um and so there's constant like um, building of churches and, and um, bringing people together and all these things and also in that there's different denominations and so it's just like yeah it's almost like there's there's a unified group but then they're so divided in in that way you know yeah. um but yeah I, I always look to it like like the, the most I've ever seen Kenyans like completely like united was um like in 2008 when there was violence and people died aftermath everyone was looking for the same thing which was peace kenya uganda turns like east africa right 
um, we do have like unifying factors, but I th- I do think right now the biggest one is sports and people. I was gonna say this before, and I'm gonna say it now. I really really hope that uh, people can turn their eyes towards East Africa. Now let me explain why. <clears throat> I have a friend. His name is Mark. Right, Mark is to me one of the best football players I've ever seen. And I'm not saying that out of bias. I'm saying that because <clears throat> I've watched him play. I've watched people play in the Premier League. And I, I know, you, you just tell when somebody's good, you know. But Mark is now in a position where if he doesn't act quickly, he might never play in the Premier League. Because this there's a ceiling to so many people. Like, you, you don't have any money. And you don't have any any uh, resources, you can't make it, you know. Um, and so, even though sports is so unifying, if you if you're from a village, what you need is a scout to get you to a club. To get you to a club, some of these local scouts want you to pay them, you know. They don't have the money to do that. Um, you go to a club, those coaches might not even pay you, you know. Um, and so it's just like it's such a corrupt system that the people who are actually at the top are people who've played for years and years very useless they don't even help so i think it's so funny it's so funny that in the 1600s when when um <clears throat> when the missionaries were going to look for spices they were able to sail across the world to east africa right right now s- scouts of sports are so lazy they cannot go as far as east africa it's actually crazy they only go to west africa that's that's the most they ever go to and sometimes the way it happens the mbappes of the world the pogbas of the world all these people are from west africa all their parents are from west africa and they easily emigrated to like um you know like france or whatever but there is so much talent, like so much talent in East Africa, East, Central, and Southern Africa that will die off. And, and, and like no one will ever see it because they don't, I don't even think they think. Okay, a good example is football, like, like um, American football. I'm telling you right now, my tribe, Luo, <laughs> are known to be very aggressive people and they're good at throwing rocks, right? The way they throw rocks, I watched I watched that show uh, quarterback on Netflix, and I know it sounds like it sounds funny, but I saw the way Mahomes throws, and I've seen people throw rocks and hit the target so many times here, and they have the same build. This they, like if if NFL scouts wanted to like start drafting quarterbacks cheaper and, and easier. You just come to East Africa, just go to a school and tell the kid, throw. And I'm telling you, uh, like, there's just something about Luo tribe, about throwing stuff that is just, that, like, it's, I've never seen it anywhere else, but no one will ever know about that. Um, and, and so now at least we have, like, TikTok and, like, Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. But even with that, it's so saturated that the good people never really make it out. Um, <clears throat> and so... I was talking to Mark. I I really I really hope that he can make it. And and when he does, and he actually starts doing well, I hope that some people can also see it and be like, oh, maybe we should go and check this out. You know, because 
if, if you think about it, like people think about the rainforests of the world, the Amazons, the Congo, the, all these things. And you think, ah, I'm sure people have been to the Congo. You just assume. <clears throat> but then you read and you hear that <clears throat> actually the Amazon has not really been explored, all of it. And, and that's that's like Africa. Like they only went to West Africa and drained a lot of like talent from there. But then the rest of it is still like full of talent, like so much. But nobody's gonna look. So I, if anyone ever sees this clip, I'm just begging the scouts, the scouts that travel, come to East Africa. Go to Uganda. Go to Rwanda. Go to Kenya. Don't go to the clubs. Take time and go to the villages and you'll see how much talent is there. Like, like it's actually crazy. But some of them, I don't know, they, they, they just, they're never going to be seen. Even I, I really believe that somewhere in Kenya, because of course Kenya is good at running, but I believe somewhere in Kenya, there's a Usain Bolt that will never be known. Like I, the, I, I believe somewhere in East Africa or Africa or somewhere in the world, there's somebody who's run faster. They just didn't know it, and, and they will never be discovered. Not because like they don't want to, but because the way things are structured, it's just so hard to to like you know to reach um to reach the appropriate people. And so if those appropriate people can can show themselves. And I have one friend who actually needs it so much. So if somebody knows them, please <laughs> connect to this guy. And if he fails, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, you, I was wrong. But if he passes, then you're going to have to go and look for other people because there's so many. Golf. I think about um, hockey, um, basketball. Like, like we have Wembanyamas just walking around. <laughs> And no one, no one, no one cares because, like, no one even thinks about it that way, you know. Um, and so I think I think if anyone wants to start like a business, the biggest business that you can ever start is a scouting, only for Africa. Like, like if you can just start a scouting agency and just and just travel, like have people travel, not to the crap clubs. Forget about the crap clubs. Nobody cares about them. Not to the not to the like the high higher uh, sports groups no 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 go to the roots go to the um to the villages go and, and go to the schools and just sit back and watch how much talent is there that people just neglect you know um and so my hope is that i can i can start like i can start i i, I can actually start a thing where we get people to actually just like all you need to do is get them in front of somebody who can see them. That's all. Um, <clears throat> and I know there's, the, there's like the NFL drafts. There's the um, MLS draft. There is um, the NBA draft. But how do you know who to get in there? Or if somebody wants to record themselves, they don't even can't even afford a camera, you know? Um, so if somebody's sitting there with like money, they're like, what business should I start? Oh, I have an idea for you. A scouting business for Africa. So that's yeah. so crazy. Um, yeah. And we like, you know, being from the U S you don't even realize like how much money goes into it. Not even just leading up to professional sports, all of these youth sports, all of these college sports. And I think we say we take it so much for granted because it's just at our disposal because we're in the U S but I'm like, you just said there is so much talent all over the world that 
either a people just don't want to go see or b they don't know where to find them and that's i mean there was recently a a a baseball player that got discovered i think on tiktok or youtube he i don't know what country he was from uh i want to say either uganda or uh he might have been south african um but he like he, he all throughout his his journey all throughout his um he was making videos and, you know, about baseball, doing baseball drills. And somebody found him actually, and they signed him with the, with the MLB, MLB team. Um, I don't know. I I would, I really want to look him up because I don't know his name or, um, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was from Nigeria. He signed with the giants on April 8th, 2022. Roy Mbaiteka. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he signed with the Giants. He signed with their practice squad. I watched his videos and I mean, they're really, he's really good. He's a really good baseball player. And if he, you know, if he had those resources growing up, I can't even imagine how he would be with, with all of the talent that he has. But I think that's a really good point. And you know, if somebody out there has some money, definitely that's a good, it's a good thing to start because that would be a really, not only a lucrative deal, it would be really inspiring to see all of these players getting opportunities that may, they otherwise would not have. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like I, I know it's so hard, but like so many people, even missionaries like focus on coming to Africa and like, saving people you know and like providing food and stuff and i'm always like i i think okay here's here's where the disconnect is the people are talented but they don't know their talent Mm. and they don't know they can they can use that you know so so like i know there's somebody who knows how to throw a football they just don't know that it's called a football and you can throw it to play for a team so so if you tell them you aim for that person and throw, they're going to throw and they're going to make it. They just don't, they just don't have that. They still don't have that idea. Some people are so good at running. They just don't know that they can use that to change their lives. Like they have no, to them, it's just something they do. Yeah. Some people are good at like, you know, like you find people who are good at basketball and like in their mind, like they, there's no way they even think about it and they're like, yeah, it's just hopeless, you know? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you an example. Mark, my best friend, right? We, we, we've worked through, like, getting him prepped so that one day, if he gets a big chance, he'll be ready. Everything in Kenya is paid for. He has to get his birth certificate, which some people don't even have, wow. right? He has to get that. He has to get um, all the papers in order, right? And you have to pay to get each and every one of them. Now... You tell him, okay, Mark, um, I need you to send me videos of you sprinting and, and your best times. He's like, how am I going to record that? I don't even have a camera. Wow. You're like, oh, man, use your phone. He's like, I don't even have a phone, you know? You're like, oh, shoot. Do you know anyone else who has a phone? <laughs> no. Oh, my god. I'm the only one who is using a flip phone in my village. So then you're like, oh, shoot. Okay, I'm going to have to find a way to go and watch him or like go and film him, right? then you start thinking about where am I going to get a camera? Or if I get a camera, like where, where, how am I? So it's just like this. Okay. And then I'm like, another option is to get him um, enrolled into some kind of scouts camp. Mm -hmm. Or then you contact the scouts camp. They tell you, Oh, to register, you need this much money. Mm. You're like, Oh, you know? So, so then like you, you you think about it and you're like, every single thing is almost like, it's, it's just hard, you yeah. know. So, so um, I was telling him like, Mark, 
like he sent me some video and it was so sad you could see like he's trying so hard but he cannot even record because it's not clear enough mm. and, and something like that in the states it'll be easy like that like you could find a way to record something and boom you know it's it's done and so it's crazy to see how small a problem can be and how big of a difference it can make yeah, you know? yeah um, that's so crazy and so, and so like I have to keep like I I even like got all of his documents and I'm like I am going to go to the drafts and CWA or whatever and, and lock you in and I've talked to a few people and all they ask is can you send us some clips that's all they're asking mm. you know and, and to produce those clips I, like it's just like things like that like you don't know what the next problem is gonna be there's always something around the corner that you don't see coming. Um, and if you, if we had like a, like an honest agency that wasn't corrupt and just wanted to highlight these talents, they would get all of that done so quickly. I'm yeah. always wondering like, how do they discover the likes of like Messi, right? How did, cause you look at, you look at the Wikipedia and it says, oh, he started playing for this team and then he was discovered by who? <laughs> the person that discovered him, police come up you read about Neymar and you're like, before Neymar joined Santos, he, he was discovered by this person. I'm like, yeah, I know it sounds so easy to do on Wikipedia, but then how did he actually, you know, or, or, or not even that, actors, you read, you read about the Wikipedia and you're yeah. like, oh, Tom Cruise started acting school and then he went to college and then his first role. They don't actually tell you how much he tried to get the role. Because you don't just walk into the door and you get a role. Right. You know, you have to know somebody who knows somebody. And so then you start thinking, hmm, what about like somebody like, um, what's that kid from Home Alone? How did he oh, yeah. actually get in front, you know? Like, I know there's auditions, but like, like, how do you even get to know there's an audition? Like, things like that. Like, if you're in Africa, you're doomed because you're not going to know anything, you know? That's so um, crazy. And so that, that, that to me is always like my biggest thing. I'm like, there is talent, but to get in front of the, the right people is just almost impossible. Yeah. Like, 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 you know, um, if I was talented, oh, I would have, I would have found a way to, but not everyone can, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I guess... I guess podcasting is the only way you can you can tell people about it. But like, I'm pretty sure my biggest, I always say, if Mark ever gets to play professionally, I think I would have done my job in life. Wow. I'm like, you know, that, that I would have done my, and then I hope he can open doors for other people. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think that's like my biggest, my biggest prayer. And, and you know, like with time, time is going to catch up with him. So Hey, um, I love Manchester United. I'm even wearing you a jersey. If if you can just send one person to come check this guy out, I'm promising you he's not gonna disappoint. But anyway, we'll see. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's just like, I mean, it goes back to morality and money controlling the world. Like, yeah, gosh, it's so it's so heartbreaking when talent goes untapped and this that potential goes untapped because. I mean, I'm like you, I haven't seen the, the, your friend play, but like, I mean, if you're this passionate about him, like you have some belief in him you, you know that he has what it takes. So that's, I, I really do hope he gets something somewhere. Yeah. I, I mean, I've met so many people and like, it's kind of crazy cause 
my family knows him so well and and I, I used to think maybe I am the only one who thinks um okay in our town he's like a, a he's, he's like a celebrity like he's he's really good mm. like even even when he's playing with other kids you can tell like okay he has that something special but then it, the fear hits you when you realize what if he never makes it mm. not because he's not he's not talented enough but but because he just he's just going to get lost into these local like local games where he's paid a few a little money and like that's it you know yeah. um and then maybe at some point life is going to catch up with him he's going to get married and then that dream is just gone wow. you know wow. um and so it's crazy how fleeting it is like it's just a, a short blip in time and if you don't capture it it's gone um and so i'm i'm willing to bet that this guy could play for uh man city's uh, man city's uh could play for um <laughs> any like any any team in the premier league that like i i really i really do think like the way he plays he reminds me of um do you know who Di Maria is? I think I've heard the name. I don't think I've seen him play. Okay. Uh, let me think of somebody who's um, more recent. Um, he reminds me of like a left-footed Mbappe. Okay. All right. Way more skinny. Like so skinny. Like the wind could blow him away. <laughs> That's another thing. Like nutrition is also a big deal. You know, like, like there's just like yeah. these small things. But yo, he is talented. Like he's really good. Um, and so, yeah, like, like, we'll see. I'll send you a clip of him, a free kick he scored. I was like, oh my gosh, like, that is something mm. you see on the TV. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how it goes. But I, I really, really hope that he gets a chance to at least fail. Th- that's all I'm asking. Mm. Give somebody a chance to fail, you know? Um, yeah. at least, at least they'll fail knowing that they had the chance. Don't write them off before they even started, you know? Yeah, we will see. I, I hope he does get a chance, and I hope you you get to be along with the journey uh, with him uh, on or on that jersey journey. If he makes it, I'm gonna print a big T-shirt that says "I told you." Kid. <laughs> 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 just, I just be like on the back. I'll say, "Go watch the podcast." <laughs> yes, yes. Keeping um, receipts. But yeah, yeah, Vavish, this has been great. Uh, we are definitely going to continue this. Um, I, I. Who knows what we'll talk about, but I am looking forward to it. And, sir, I can't wait till the next time. There's always something so fun, man. This is so fun. I just love talking about stuff like this. Bye, everybody.